Welcome to the Cashflow Guys podcast with your host, Tyler Chef. It's time to learn to earn. Welcome to the Cashflow Guys podcast, episode 11. In our last episode, we talked about self-directed IRAs and the benefits of using those IRAs uh, to invest in real estate. Uh, also, you know, some stocks, precious metals and different things. The difference is with having the self-directed election, it gives you control over your investment. And that's a lot of what this episode is about today is having control over what you invest in. Now, a lot of people call us and and, you know, the first thing they say is, I have no idea. I don't know anything about the stock market. I don't know anything about the real estate market. I don't have time to learn about investing. Well, my answer to that is you, you need to make time. It is your retirement. The only way you're going to be able to effectively retire, I feel, and it's the, the principles of Kiyosaki, Robert Kiyosaki teaches is you have to take control of your retirement because the government's not going to do it for you. Your parents surely aren't going to do it for you. Your children are not going to do it for you. It is your responsibility. Now, last week on Facebook, uh, we I, there was a, a video going around called the 401k fallout. And I'm a student of the whole retirement plan, 401k self-directed thing, as, as all of our listeners know. And Ira Rosen from 60 Minutes put out this short video. It takes about 13 minutes to get through this video. So I'd like to play this video for you and have you listen into this. It's also available on YouTube. It's called the, like I said, it's called the 401k fallout. It's available on YouTube. Uh, you can watch the video portion of it. But I want to go ahead and play the audio portion of it for you just to give you a, a, a look in behind the curtain to see what's really going on in the industry these days, in, in the retirement industry. You know, when you think we as Americans were taught to go to college, get a good job, work there, retire. Pensions are a thing of the past. I mean, they even unless you work for somebody like GM and in that, that their pensions are even at risk to some degree. Employers have broken away from uh, offering 401 or offering uh, retirement plans in favor of 401k plans. And that's what this little video talks about is what's going on behind the curtain with your mutual funds, your 401k, things like that. Now we recommend if you're going to get involved in real estate investing and, you, and especially with your IRA, that you take the steps to educate yourself. You go out and get a, a self-directed IRA. And we mentioned in the show notes of our last episode, three IRA companies that we've dealt with in the past in the local area, in, my, in our market, in the Tampa Bay market, they have a, a nationwide reach. You can work with any IRA company, but you pick up the phone, you call them, and you ask lots of questions. It's their job to answer questions. Now, they can't answer, you know, is this a good deal or isn't this a good deal? You're going to have to come up with those answers based on your own individual research. But they are there to tell you about the process and, and the proper way to set it up. There are IRA uh, attorneys that specialize in IRA, KKOS Lawyers is the company that represents our companies. Uh, KKOS Lawyers does a great job, helped us set up uh, IRR, our IRA for Jill and I, and they do a fantastic job. There's a book out there called The Self-Directed IRA Handbook. That link will be in the show notes, but it was also on our last episode. 
put out by Matt Sorensen from KKOS Lawyers. Must-read book. you got to get that one on your bookshelf. But before you put it on your bookshelf, open the cover, read it. Please read it. Understand what you're doing with your self-directed IRA, and then get out there in the field. As licensed agents, I spend my time, the majority of the business that I prefer to do is to help people find properties that make sense as an investment. And that doesn't that doesn't mean fixing and flipping. I'm talking about buy and hold for a long-term hold. To build that cash flow, build that appreciation. If you're a, a W-2 worker and you have a self-directed IRA, you can buy a house with your IRA. And a lot of people say, well, I don't have enough money to buy a house in my IRA. Well, there's such a thing as partnering up with other IRAs, uh, other people. You can go to like Advanta IRA is one of the ones that we, we work with. They have seminars where you can reach out, meet other investors, and you can go in together and buy a house. When you need to learn about investing in real estate, pick up the phone, give us a call, or reach out to our website, cashflowguys.com. We're going to be having different educational materials on there. It's always going to be free of charge. We never charge for our educational materials. Uh, we want to put the message out there and serve the public. Obviously, we're I'm a licensed real estate agent. My goal is that when you do choose to buy investment property, that you give me a shot to represent you. Uh, one of the services that we provide is a full cash flow analysis on any property. We have the property managers and all the team in place to manage the investment system completely, and that's what we do. And I know this sounds like a little bit of commercial, but that really, know that you have a team. The cash flow guys are here to help you, point you in the right direction, plug you in with the right people, the right attorneys, the right tax professionals. We've done the homework. That shortens the gap for you. So put, put pick up the phone, give me a call, or go to our website, schedule a time, any listener of this podcast, I will be more than happy to to give you a thirty minute consultation where I can we can you can explain to me what you're where you're at and I can maybe help you down the road get you in, in touch with uh, my legal team or my tax team to get you pointed in the right direction put you in touch with the IRA administrators they can help you get an account set up and then we'll talk about your investor identity all the things that we've talked about in previous episodes and get you started now you are officially out of excuses you can get started. Right away, you don't have any excuses. I don't have all the answers, but I know the people and I've associated myself with the people that do have all the answers. So there isn't a question that I can't answer because I have taken the time to find the people that have the answers. That, that's what Cashflow Guys is all about. So I'm going to shut up here for a few minutes and we're going to go on to the video. So bear with me. This will be about 13 minutes long and I'll be back to summarize it. The effects of the current economic crisis have touched everyone. Even if you still have a good job and a paid up mortgage, chances are your monthly 401k statement will remind you that you've lost a good chunk of your savings. Trillions of dollars have evaporated from those accounts that have become the prime source of retirement funds for a majority of American workers, affecting their psyche and their future. If you're still young enough, there's time to rebuild and recover. But if you're in your 50s or 60s or beyond, the consequences can be dire. And it's drawing attention to the shortcomings of a retirement system that's jeopardized the financial security of tens of millions of people. It was a gray, chilly morning in midtown Manhattan, and a line of unemployed, mostly white-collar workers stretched for blocks around the Radisson Hotel. More than a thousand middle managers, stockbrokers, consultants, secretaries, and receptionists had come here hoping to find a job. 
If you are just arriving, please step this way. It was called a career fair, but there was no merriment here, only a whip of desperation. Many of these people had been out of work for months and burned through their liquid assets, their future even bleaker than the present. Alan Weir, who turned 60 this month, showed us his latest 401k statement, which he hadn't had the courage to open up. I'm afraid. You're going to open it now? You want me to? Let's do it. There's good reason for his trepidation. Nearly half of his life savings have vanished in a matter of months. It went down again. How much are you down overall? Uh, about $140,000. Do you think you'll ever get it back? I, mean, I will probably never see it come back. I was looking to retire probably when I hit 62. I can't do it now. I'll probably be working until I'm at least 70. I'm a Microsoft Office diva. Until she lost her job, Kathleen Coleman had spent nearly 30 years working as an executive assistant on Wall Street. She doesn't have much to show for. Tell me about your 401k. Um, does this answer the question? This is uh, what it was in 2005. 2007, you're down below 2005. Right. And another one went down almost $40,000. One was right. 80, 88,000, and then and then it went down to like 50. How old are you? 54, and I live alone. I don't have any children. I've been a career girl all my life. And it's, uh, it's been a great career, and I don't deserve this. I'm sorry. Sorry. Right. Have you had any nibbles? All the nibbles I've had, I get beat out by top models who can type. And, and, and it's to, I have experience and dedication and loyalty, and I can make any boss shine. I can, if you're out there, I'll relocate anywhere for you. What, um, psychologically, what does this piece of paper do to you? Oh, it, it, uh, it crushes any, any rest I may get when I'm 65. I'll have to work for the rest of my life. The saddest part of this story is that it's being repeated all over the country. In eastern Pennsylvania, 59-year-old Iris Hans lost her accounting job and half of her 401k investments. She's now back in the workforce as a part-time cashier in a grocery store. Your debit card. You have a great day. In Dearborn, Michigan, Terry and Donna McNally are barely holding on. He lost his sales job in August. The condo they bought 15 years ago is worth less than their mortgage, and 40% of his 401k retirement savings is gone. Donna is the main provider now. Let me hear you count to 10. Can you count to 10? One, two, Running a daycare center out of their home. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Are you here for Joan? Terry considers himself fortunate to have found part-time work greeting the bereaved at a funeral home and making lattes at Starbucks. There you go. Where colleagues young enough to be his grandchildren have taken him under their wing. What's the hardest part? I'm no longer sitting in a computer or driving in a car to a call. You know, suddenly I'm standing for four to six hours and greeting people or making drinks or trying to learn the process and the food business thing, which is very difficult. It's tough, but I'm proud of him at his age to be doing what he's doing. The 401k drop uh, was tremendous, uh, is tremendous at this point in time, and that's where the savings was. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that's, that's our hurt right now. We can't live our vision of our dream of retirement. That's the worst part. 
many people can't. And what was your dream? Our dream was to have a log cabin up north, Leland area, and just live a nice, quiet life. And we can't do that. You think you'll ever be able to retire? I don't no. see that day. I can no longer see that day. What kind of a retirement plan allows millions of people to lose 30 to 50% of their life savings just as they near retirement? David Ray, president of the profit-sharing 401k Council of America and a lobbyist for the 401k industry, says it's one that empowers people to make their own investment decisions. 401k is the absolute best way people can save for retirement. They absolutely are the best retirement vehicle we have. How can you say it's the best available if it has let down tens of millions of people at the time they need the money the most? That's not a 401k problem. That is our entire investment system. This is about the markets went down for everybody. Nobody was saved in the current, uh, in the current thunderstorm. Ray says that many people still have more money in their 401ks than they've actually contributed. He says everyone had multiple investment options, including low yield guaranteed returns. And he believes people who lost money have no one to blame but themselves. In America, uh, you know, it's a, it's a society based on freedom and choice and personal responsibility. We need to help them understand these responsibilities and execute them to the best they can. 401k is part of that. There are no guarantees. What about the people who are 63 or 64? A lot of those people were thinking about retiring. Well, and now they aren't. Well, I mean, there are more retired and have to go back into the workforce. Well, but that was not a 401k problem. That's an investment system problem. The markets go up and down. And if those people chose to take equity risk, there was, there was a, a logical outcome. But in fact, the 401k plans that have become the primary source of retirement income for 60 million Americans were never designed to be retirement plans in the first place. They were created in the late 1970s as a savings plan and tax shelter for ordinary Americans. The idea was that workers would make voluntary contributions and employers would match a portion of them. The taxes would be deferred until the employee reached the age of 59 and a half. It was supposed to supplement the two traditional income streams for retirees, Social Security and pensions, one leg of a three-legged stool that would support American workers into their golden years. But it didn't turn out that way. The three-legged stool, if you will, uh, has gone to two legs and it's wobbly, uh, and it's wobbling, and I'm not sure that it's going to support anything. And that's, that's the scary part, and people are afraid. Brooks Hamilton has helped design retirement plans for some of the country's largest corporations. He says 401ks turned out to be so much cheaper than funding pensions that many companies decided to freeze their pension plans and replace them with 401ks. The decision created millions of new employee investors for Wall Street and the financial community, and they pounced on the opportunity. If you go back and track uh, the mutual fund growth in assets, and you track the growth in 401k plans, it looks like a railroad track leading to the sky. Uh, they are parallel tracks. So the big beneficiaries were the mutual funds. That's right. That's correct. When employers began turning 401ks into retirement plans, the financial community was not shy about promoting them as such. The prospect of trillions of dollars in the hands of unsophisticated investors opened the door for all sorts of potential abuses. The fact is that the typical 401k investor is a financial novice. They don't know a stock from a line. 
and we give them a list of 20 or 30 mutual funds with really, really powerful names. You know, they sound like, gee, that's where I want to have my money. What are the, generally the quality of the mutual funds and 401k plans? Mediocre. I'll be real honest with you. With half the funds on the list, really dogs, what people would characterize as dogs, shouldn't be on the list to start with. There clearly has been a raid on these funds by the people of Wall Street, and it's cost the savers and, and the future retirees a lot of money that would otherwise be in their account, independent of the financial collapse. Representative George Miller of California is chairman of the House Committee on Education and Labor and a staunch critic of the 401k industry especially its practice of deducting more than a dozen undisclosed fees from its clients' 401k accounts. Now you've got a bunch of economic wizards jumping in and taking money out of your retirement plan, and they don't want to tell you how much. You can't decipher it in simple English, and they're not interested in disclosing it or having any transparency about it. And most of the people that look at their 401ks have no idea that these fees are being taken out. No. Where would you find it? Where would you find these fees in this prospectus? You can look on any page you want, and when you're all done reading, and you will find some of the fees and the commissions here, but you won't find them all, and I bet you won't find half of them. There are legal fees, trustee fees, transactional fees, stewardship fees, bookkeeping fees, finder's fees, and the list goes on and on. Miller's committee has heard testimony that they can eat up half the income in some 401k plans over a 30-year span, but he has not been able to stop it. We tried to just put in some disclosure and transparency in these fees, and we felt the full fury of that financial lobbying. David Ray, a lobbyist for the 401k industry, says he favors disclosing the fees, but his partners in the financial industry don't. You think most people know these fees exist? I think they know that there are fees. They don't know exactly how large they are. Why do you think the financial services industry is opposed to fee transparency? I don't know that they're opposed to it. Uh, I think the issue is... You don't that, think they're opposed to it? Well, th they want to keep... You're the, a lobbyist in Washington, right? You know they're opposed to it. Um, the, uh, George Miller hasn't been able to get a bill to the floor. I, th I think they want to keep the systems as simple and, and not make changes. Uh, they like the way things are. And whenever you push people out of their comfort zones, you know, it's an issue. I mean, they're comfortable with the situation because they're making a ton of money or they have made a ton of money. Well, and their systems are set up in certain ways. You know, this is going to be a big change. We wanted to ask David Ray, who's been so bullish on 401k plans, one last question about what the future holds for people like Terry and Donna McNally and Kathleen Coleman, who you met at the beginning of the story. Dedicated, loyal, I can be there. There's nothing standing in my way. Thank you. Need a babysitter? <laughs> Most of the people that we've talked to are 50 mm -hmm. and 60 years old right. and have sustained these losses say right. there is no way they're ever going to make them back. Right. Do you agree with that? I, I think we have to be truth tellers. Um, I think that uh, when, a, when a person has hit this point and we've had this unfortunate situation, uh, I don't think we can misrepresent what the possibilities are. And the reality is that money is not coming back that they've lost. They can't count on it. They have to, they, it, it may, maybe they have long, maybe if they work 10 more years, it'll come back by the, t but it's important that they not have unrealistic expectations. For more information on your 401k, go to 60minutes.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I, 
I hope you enjoyed that that short little thing. Now, like I said, this uh, this video was put out about six years ago. Um, the information in it is as accurate today as it was back then. Here's the bottom line. You have to think about control. And people say, well, we don't like control. I don't like controlling people. Well, we're talking about your retirement here. Now, when you t hit 55, 65, whenever you decide that you want to retire, do you think it's fair based on current retirement plans, Social Security, and the way things are done in America these days, do you feel it's fair that you should have to retire with less money? That's a question you're going to have to ask yourself. Do you like that plan? Does that make sense? That's the great American lie. That's what we were told. We go to work. We go to school. We get good grades. We get our college degree. We go get a job. We work in our cubicle. We keep our mouths shut. We trust Wall Street with our money. We put it in a 401k. We hope it, it builds over time. And not all 401ks lose money. That's not what I'm saying here. What I'm saying is it's very, very volatile. Now, years ago, people made a lot of money in their 401ks. But now they're losing a lot of money in their 401ks. And then people say to me at the same time, well, same happened with the real estate market. Well, let me explain to you this one simple fact. If you buy a rental property today, and I don't care what it costs, it doesn't matter. But if you buy a rental property today and you buy it right, in other words, you do your homework, you're working with an agent or a professional that takes the time to do a full cash flow analysis, verify market rents, you, you maintain it properly, keep it clean, provide clean, safe, affordable housing, uh, housing. That property, it doesn't matter what the property value, what happens to the property value. Even if the housing market does crash again, which it's a cyclical cycle, it's just like anything else, it does go up, it goes down. But don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Just because the market takes a dive, that should be, you should be buying more rental property. Ride it out. Leave yourself a little bit of equity. Let your tenants pay for that mortgage. Your cash flow stays consistent. And if you do it with an IRA, within an IRA, it can be either tax-exempt or tax-deferred, depending on how you structure it. As a private party, you talk to your tax professional, but there are ways such as passive income losses and real estate professional deductions, which has nothing to do with having a real estate license, by the way. But reach out to a good tax professional and come up with a plan that makes sense for today and for your retirement. Great book I want to recommend is written by Tom Wheelwright. It's called Tax-Free Wealth. Tax-Free Wealth. A great book about how to seize the opportunity within the tax code. Not to cheat, but to play by the rules. And what Tom Wheelwright says, he's one of Rich Dad's advisors. He says if you want to change your tax, you have to change your facts. In other words, you have to invest in things that the government wants you to invest in. So maybe this time it makes sense to play by the rules a little bit. And talking about making sense, earlier in the episode, when, before we went into the video, I was talking about investment properties that make sense. And, you know, I tell people this a lot, and they look at me like I have three heads. There are opportunities everywhere. Deals are made. They're not found. So if you're looking on the MLS, if you're looking on Zillow or you're looking wherever, Craigslist, the asking price doesn't matter because if you haven't taken the time to figure out or find out why the price is what it is, 
you can't be an honest judge if that's going to work for you or not. What you have to do is to reach out to the seller, the person that has control over that pricing, do your homework, do your cash flow analysis, be conservative on your numbers, and you present that. And that's one of the services that, that my team provides to our clients when we're out looking for shopping for property uh, for investment is we take the time to sit down with the seller don't care if it's a buy owner. Don't care if it's listed with an agent. If it's listed with an agent, we'll have the agent with us. But we sit down and do a, a cash flow analysis. We provide that information to the sellers, especially when they're overpriced. I can't tell you how many times that I've taken a property that was fifty, sixty, hundred thousand dollars overpriced on the MLS and closed on it. How we did that? We discovered their pain, what they need. And then we took it. So it took some time to educate them because for us, the cash flow guys, it's not about, it's not about the commission. It's about the relationship. We like to, we prefer to work with investors because we build that relationship over time and you come back and you buy more and more properties. We may join you and buy a property with you. Maybe invest some of our money into your property or help you out with a down payment, uh, invest I, our, our IRA into your property. All kinds of options are available, and they all start with picking up the phone and giving us a call or going to our website, reaching out to us there, cashflowguys.com, or give me a call, 727-417-9803. I do, if you're calling me for the first time, we do like you to go to our my online scheduler and just set an appointment because I'm with clients during the day. And uh, I do, Sunday is family day. I don't work on Sundays ever, ever, ever unless something's on fire, and even then I think twice about it. But if you go to uh, my website here, probably a couple days after this episode is posted, I'll have a link to my online calendar, and you can schedule some time with me. I'd be happy to sit down with you or get on a phone call a uh, half hour or so. Let's discuss what you're trying to accomplish, and let me give you some tips on how to get there. But here's just a brief example of an actual deal. It's a deal. It's an opportunity that I own. I put toge- I put this opportunity together. And I want to start this with this property was on the market for an entire year. It was on the MLS for a year with no buyers. Now, I bought it. And people say, well, you must have just stole it from those people. No, what I did is I took the time to build a relationship with the sellers. They're good people. But they had never really sat down to find out if they're cash flowing or not. So that's exactly what I did. As I sat down to figure out if this property would cash flow based on their current price. I took that data, sat down with them over a cup of coffee. We discussed it out, and we came up with a price that made sense. And here's how it worked out. I paid $215,000 for a fourplex. That's four two-bedroom, one-bath apartments. I bought mine with a VA mortgage, so I walked in with no money down. But let's assume that you're doing this with an IRA, for example, and that you're going to borrow 65% of that. So you're going to use $86,000 of your IRA money as a down payment, and you're going to get an IRA IRA lender, a bank, uh, that lends two IRAs on a non-recourse note to come in and loan you the rest, okay? Based on a 30-year mortgage at 5% interest, $86,000 down. Now, my numbers are better than this because of the the way I structured this example deal. I actually do quite quite a bit better than this, but let me run through you anyway. With that particular scenario in place through the IRA, it's the property will cash flow after paying for property management, allowing for expenses, the water bill, 
on and on and on the, the homeowners insurance, the vacancy loss, you name it. Uh, we factored it all lawn service, everything. The property ca- would cash flow $1,950 per month. Folks, quick math that's $23,000 a year. Remember, we put $86,000 of our IRA money into this deal. And we're going to cash flow $23,000 a year. Okay? $23,000 a year. So in four years, we've recovered our entire investment, essentially. The cash-on-cash return in the first year is 27.2%. You show me any investment besides real estate where you can make a 27.2% cash-on-cash return consistently, I'll buy you lunch. The ROI on this property after 10 years, and this is assuming that in 10 years the property is sold, okay, which I have no one, I will not sell this property, I have no reason to. In 10 years, that equates to a 682% return on investment. That breaks down to a $586,000 net profit. That's right. $586,000 in 10 years years tell me will the stocks do that for you will day trading get you there will your mutual fund manager do that for you that's a half million dollars more than what you put into the deal so if you are 55 years old right now 55 years old you got 10 years until you're 65 right So in 10 years, if you're 55 and you happen to have somewhere in the neighborhood of around $86,000 in a a 401k plan, you roll that over to a self-directed IRA. Reach out to us. We will find you a property that makes sense based on your investing goals and where you need to be to get you to that target number where you need. And yes, you can turn that $86,000 into $586,000 in 10 years. Remember, it doesn't even matter what the, what the real estate market's doing. Really, at the end, it doesn't because what goes down will come up and what comes up will go down. Bottom line is every single month, you are going to be cash flowing over and over again. $1,950 a month cash flow, $23,000 a year. That's not a get rich quick. That's not too good to be true. These deals are are everywhere. They're constructed all the time. Opportunity is surrounding us. It all starts with reaching out to us. We need to figure out what your goals are, what your what where you want to be. Figure out what you have. What, you know where your what your investor identity is, what your fears are, what are your strengths. We combine that with the strengths of our team and we go out there and make equity happen. Love that term. Got that from the real estate guys making equity happen. Just to give you guys an idea in that same investment over 20 years, if you sold that for 20 years with a 5% annual appreciation, that breaks out to $1.3 million. 1.3. Now, as you guys have heard me say on previous podcasts, I'm not a believer in, in single-family houses for investment. I'm a multifamily guy. That's what, I, that's what I do. That's what I specialize in. So reach out to me. That multifamily duplex all the way up to five, 600,000 doors. That's what we're here for. That's the team that I've put in place to research 
find, negotiate deals that make sense and help you acquire real estate that will allow you to retire. Thanks for joining me today, guys. Look forward to hearing you in the next episode.